Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RIPodcast.net. This is episode 173 recorded live on Saturday, October 2nd, 2010. And here are your hosts, the man who requested we record before noon, Dave Blay. Hello! And the man who gladly obliged, Andy Lowe. Hi. Oh, it's really weird to me that 11 o'clock was like lunch later in the day. <laughs> it was lunchtime. No, it was still breakfast. It's 11 o'clock, but it's still breakfast? Yeah. So when did you eat lunch? Well, Andy, if I just ate breakfast at 11 o'clock and it's 11.30 now, I haven't eaten lunch. No, but I'm saying in your normal day. Wouldn't this be like lunchtime oh. for you? Um, I got another half hour or so before my lunch period. Okay. I, well, maybe. No, I guess about 11.30. <laughs> yes, Dave, it is 11.24 right now. So is it? Yes. Because my clock says 11.31, and my phone says 11.28. Huh. Well, I've got a 25 and a 28. I'll, I'll go with the 28. Yeah. That seems like the most common. Did you get that off of your computer? I got it off my phone. Oh. Hang on. Internet atomic clock. <laughs> Go, go, atomic lock. Man, playing Fallout 3, everything has a nuclear theme to it. Yet there are no atomic clocks in the game. There's Google, what time is it? You can really ask that? Well, it, it takes you to time.gov. Uh, it is now 11.29, uh, accurate to within 0.2 seconds. Well, you know, the government's always right, so... Well, they're kind of the ones who define it. Uh, I suppose... So, Dave, how's your week been? Oh, my God, Andy. <laughs> it's been an interesting week. Um, I got a job. Woo! Which means I now work a job and a half. <laughs> working full-time and part-time at the same time. Yeah, I'm working 1.5 full-time. Uh, you're going slightly crazy or no? A little bit. I can see that. I have a stack of papers to grade this weekend. It's about six inches thick. I know what you're going to be doing. I went from having 30 students total to 30 students a class. How many classes? Five. Whew. Plus the original 30. Oh, so technically six classes of 30. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. It's been a little rough. Rocky start, to say the least. Yeah, it kind of just, well, you had a little bit of it with the one class, but then it's kind of like you went from one to the deep end very quickly. No, no, no. See, that's what everyone says, and then I, I've come up with a response to that. I am not in the deep end. I am in the Hudson River with cement shoes. You're not, you're, you're staying afloat so far. <laughs> I have good legs. <laughs> or not very big cement shoes. No, no, they're on there. There's other guys who are throwing chains onto me. Is that that one damn annoying pool toy where you're like, just, you know, make it go down, damn it. <laughs> it's always fun to bring that down to the bottom of the deep end and just let it go and just see it launch. Yep. Oh, pool toys. I don't think I've ever actually, the last pool toy I've ever actually used was one of those noodles. It's not a very fun pool toy. It's a foam noodle. You use it to just float. At some point, I actually want to take a bunch of those and weave them together and just lay on it. You have to get a lot of them. They are big, but I could, I could see it could be possible, right? Or you know, you could just go and buy a, a floating lounger for your pool. That too, 
But the noodles would be more fun. <laughs> yes, but okay, so once you're done, what would you do with all the noodles? I have no idea. Donate them. I still need to actually pull out my seat in the bends. This actually makes sense, though, because this, the seat springs are broken. And so what I was going to do is stick a pool needle, a noodle, in there as support. Interesting. I still haven't gotten around to it because that would involve removing the driver's seat. And if I have any problems and ah. need to go anywhere... You can't. Because <laughs> I don't have a seat. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to see over the steering wheel because I'd be sitting on the floor and it would just not be good. Mm -hmm. I might try swapping the bottom of the other seat over. But that would involve taking out two seats. And then I would have a pool needle here that I don't use. Noodle. That's what I said. You said needle again. Stupid nose. Yep. Damn you, fall. Yeah, damn you, schools, man. (laughs) Damn you, 60 degree weather. What was it, like 80 last week? Yep. Oh. In my classroom, it was 80 at 7 o'clock in the morning. Ooh, toasty. Yeah, it only got hotter. I would be sweating like somebody who sweats a lot. Because <laughs> I, I was going to say sweating like a pig, but then I thought you would correct me for saying that pigs don't really sweat. They don't? No. You didn't know that? No. Oh, well, Dave, congratulations. I, pigs I actually. something new. Pigs actually, yeah, do not sweat. Pigs don't. Well, they've got to sweat. They don't really... I don't believe they sweat. They have... Do they not have sweat glands? Pigs do not have functional sweat glands. So pigs cool themselves using water or mud during hot weather. So that's why they're always rolling around in the mud. Yes. Okay, so they have some... A few sweat glands, but not really. Huh. They have sweat glands, but they do not function like a human, according to some... Yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. So yeah, next time somebody says, I'm sweating like a pig in here, they'll be like... You can correct them and say, aha ha I'm smarter than you are. And then they would probably punch you. Yeah. Wait, anytime it gets above, like, 74, 75, I start to feel it. And then when it gets up at 79, 80, that's when I actually, I'll just start sweating just sitting there. I, yeah, sometimes it, it's not even the temperature that will cause me to sweat. And just be nervous? Nervous, or actually there's a couple of video games that I don't know why. Uh, it, it just gets so intense, I start sweating. I've had that happen. I'll just be sitting there playing, and then I'll be, realize how much I am sweating. Or you'll feel a drop just kind of running down. We should stop here. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> oh. So how's your week been, Andy? It's been good. Been yeah? cleaning up around the house, trying some new cooking recipes. Cool. Like what? Um, well, we tried this lemon garlic chicken. Okay. Way too much lemon. Way. Oh, no. It's impossible to have too much lemon with chicken. Oh. It's all, all I could smell and all I could taste was just lemon. I couldn't even taste really the garlic, and we put like four cloves in that thing. Mm. It is kind of nice that we have um, basically the, the generic version of the slap chopper. Okay. So you use that to chop your garlic? Yes. Oh, so much easier. So much easier. And your fingers don't get sticky from the garlic or anything and all that. It's, Dude, man, I just bang it with the knife. Well, yeah, but when you have to dice it up. Well, then you use the knife. I know, but then your fingers are all sticky from nah. holding the garlic. Plus your hands will then smell like garlic. Yes, there is, is there an issue with your hands smelling like garlic? Yes, I do not want my hands to smell like garlic. Well, you're weird. It's like having your hands smell like onions. You don't want to walk around going, Hi, sorry, I've got onion garlic. hands. Garlic. 
How long are garlic cloves good for? Uh, a while. Okay. Certainly a couple weeks, if not a couple months. How about it, like a year? They might start drying out. It depends on how you're storing them. Um, I'm storing them in a cupboard in a dark place. They might actually last the year. Okay. The way to tell is they'll just start drying out. Oh, okay. So if they're still moist, they're still good. Well, they're definitely still moist. Then so. you should be fine. But man, lemon on the chicken is just... Ugh. Mine's just... It's, it's a lot easier. I use Italian dressing, some onions, some garlic... It was a lot easier than having to deal with all the lemons. Mm. I have to marinate it for a little bit longer and keep basting it, but eh, whatever. <laughs> I wonder what we're going to mm. do for dinner tonight. I haven't even thought about that. I don't know. I'm going to be watching the football game today, though. Ah, uh, Michigan-Indiana. I believe so. 3.30. Yes. Eastern should be playing right now, in fact. At noon against noon? Ohio. Yes, noon game. Okay. After so our, not right um, now, but very soon. Getting walloped against OSU. Yeah, man. Last week was just like everyone got creamed. <laughs> I love how um, now who was playing against Purdue? Oh, there was a Mac <clears throat> team against Purdue, and they. I'm they, going. I'm going. Calm down. Hang on. <laughs> but, Toledo. Uh, Toledo. There you go. Yeah, Toledo beat Purdue. Toledo beat Purdue, but that's the only one. <laughs> hey, man! A victory's a victory. Last yep. last year, Eastern and Northwestern. There was. Where the Mac team sure is a Mac team, but sometimes they've got some fight in them. Yep. So Eastern is zero and four. Yes, Eastern is zero and four. I'm sorry. Meh. I actually really do want them to be doing much better than they are. Well, look at who they were playing for the first four weeks. Yeah. Well, well Army granted, is not exactly known for their football team. No. They're known for their all-American thing, but not for their actual football team. Well, let me grab the scores. Wait, you've played Army. You've played Miami, Ohio. That was seven-point loss. Central Michigan, yeah. yeah Central's been Central good. Michigan is within your, your conference. And they have been good for a while. Ohio State's the early Ohio State's like the one up there that's completely excusable. Which is kind of funny because if you look at the quarter-by-quarter quarter score, the, let me grab the box score. Come on, box score. God, Firefox is just meh. The the first quarter was twenty four nothing, and then second quarter was fourteen fourteen. Third quarter was fourteen six, and the fourth quarter was twenty one nothing. So for about half the game, we were keeping up with them. Yeah, and then they put back their first string. <laughs> no, they kept their first string through the third quarter. Oh, nice. It was after when they had a forty point lead, is when they brought in their um, secondary <laughs> teams, and we're yeah. still throwing the football, which some people were not happy about. Well, that's Ohio State for you. Yeah. So, would you like to continue to talk about football, or should we move to topics? We should probably move to topics at some point. Okay. We we do have a lot, because, you know, it's been two weeks, because we had Brendan's wedding last week. Yes. It was a nice Congratulations. wedding. Congratulations. Yeah, I, I liked it. It was good. <laughs> Cannot believe we had the Numa Numa dance. Yep, that was Julie's decision. That was Julie's decision? Oh, props. That was Julie's decision. Props to her. Evidently, in... In I think it's Romanian. Yeah, uh, it's it's like a a song about togetherness and love. Yeah, it has a very weird music video though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have to say, by the way, Andy is my enabler because <laughs> I danced more at this wedding than I think I've danced at any other wedding combined. I'm sorry. It, it it was almost entirely because I'd look up and I'd see Andy on the dance floor. And I'd be like, well, if that guy can do it. I can do it. <laughs> ah, you, you got a dance floor. You got a DJ. Just have some fun. Yeah. Ah. Really good DJ, too. <laughs> 
who had the ability to play some music off of somebody's phone. Not my phone. I know. I think it was Richard's phone. It was Rich's phone. <laughs> Easiest way to rickroll a wedding? Put it on your phone and then just give them the thing to play. Oh, ridiculousness. <sighs> it was fun, though. It was indeed. Hang on, I gotta pull up a picture that I'll post. Well, okay. Um, while you're doing that, do you want me to go to the first topic? Sure, because this will end up being a topic. Okay. So really, we just did the first topic. Ah, um, Dave, you, you linked for the Gizmodo. I got an error. Oh, no. Oh, no, for never mind. which one? Never mind. It's just Firefox being stupid. Okay, well, poo on Firefox. Yeah, it's, it's been giving me problems for the past week. I might have to switch to Chrome. It seems weird to say, but I might just have to do it. So Yahoo, um, I guess some Yahoo employees had some free time. Yeah. And some free computers. And they, over basically a month using a thousand of Yahoo's computers, decided to calculate pi. Okay. To the... To the five trillionth number. Oh, that is a very large number. Yes, that is a lot of numbers past the, past the decimal point. So technically it's not really a large number because it's still less than four. Uh, Andy? Yeah? The five trillionth number was the previous record. Oh, well then... They found the two quadrillionth digit. Well, I'm sorry, the headline on Gizmodo was incorrect. Okay, so five trillionth was a two. And, and the was a two quadrillionth is a zero. Two, jeez, frickin' Pete's. That's a two with 15 zeros behind it. <laughs> oh, only 85 more zeros till we hit a Google. <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever, I mean, like, why would you even need to know that? I don't know. Why do you need to know the two quintillion quint- quadrillionth? Yes, number of pi. I don't know. It's like getting at that point. Uh, <laughs> you could start making it up. Well, you- because Andy, what if what if at the two quadrillionth and first digit, it's a three, and then a one, and then a four, <laughs> and then a one. Three point one four one five seven. How do we know pi doesn't actually repeat after a couple quadrillion digits? <laughs> Pi is a fractal. <gasps> no. No? No. Okay. I, I, no. A number cannot be a fractal. Well, when you're, it's, it's got a pattern within a pattern. Isn't that a that fractal? It's called a rational number. Oh. Remember, it either terminates or repeats? Yes. Okay. Got so it. the last link on there now yeah. uh, that I just added is a picture from the photographer oh, from the wedding. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Oh, hold on, I got to reload a snapshot from Brendan's wedding. Oh, yes, the, the caption, tune. The caption on her site was an impromptu but choreographed dance. <laughs> oh, y'all just had it in your memory banks, didn't you? Yeah, it was pretty sad, actually. Yes, it is. So, Google Voice comes to the iPhone. Which is really... I could see why Apple would ban it in the first place. Really? Because I don't. Well, it's... Other than petty dis- uh, disputes with... with the, uh, yeah, sorry, hang on one sec. Petty disputes with... Someone's drilling near me. <laughs> petty disputes with Google. Well, it wasn't really with Google. It would have to be with, um, with AT&T. Well, but AT&T isn't going to care. They're going to get paid one way or the other. 
I really remember when it first came out. It was just Google versus Apple, and they were at each other's throats. Yeah, but I thought Google Voice would be using data rather than. No, 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 no. It's it's still voice. Oh, okay. It uses data for the text and for like voicemail transcription and downloading voicemail. Okay, I originally thought it was just with using the data plan only rather than the voice plan. It it's it's still calling someone. It's still minutes. Okay, but it's back. Back in the I got a like a classic music kick going on. Stupid Justin Timberlake. What? How is Justin Timberlake classic music? Um, when he was on Jimmy Fallon this week, yeah, he did. Him and Jimmy Fallon did a classic rap, basically montage. Ah, where they did their favorite classic rap songs in two minutes. I see. And so I've got a bunch of the classic songs stuck in my head. He's been making some circuits then, because he was also just on the Daily Show. I know. <laughs> Speaking of which, I picked up Earth. You picked oh the book Earth. The book, well, it's it's actually called Earth the Book. Oh. So uh, I, you picked up the book, Earth the Book? Yes. Check. A Visitor's Guide to the Human Race. Okay. It's really, really, really funny. You see, we have America, the, the first the book, book that they did. Yeah. yeah. America the Book. Um, it's interesting, but then part of it is like you don't know where history actually ends and where they begin, which is kind of sad. Say that again? Like the the it's like the Daily Show where they'll do stuff and then they'll just go off on their own little jokes about it. Yep. Yeah, and you you can't you can't tell where legitimate history will end and where their jokes begin. Well, I mean, you have to assume most of it is just joke. Period. But some of it, it's got to be based off of fact. Some of it, yes. So then you have a problem with it. Well, that, that's my thing is, though, is I, like, I don't want somebody to read it and then think something that was a joke part of it was actually the history part of it. And some of it that was the history was the joke. Uh, I, I suppose it does require a significant amount of prior knowledge just so that you know what is supposed to be funny and what's supposed to be real and what's supposed to be both. Yeah. That's that's all I've had. That, that's my one problem with the book. It's it's a neat idea taking the show and putting it in book form. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you hear that or no? Uh, barely. Okay. Um, what she said was there was a teacher's edition of America the Book where somebody went really? through and made corrections. Yes, I've seen it. I have seen it. So, I think I would get that version too and then figure it out. <laughs> so, Plants vs. Zombies. Plants vs. Zombies. I actually introduced uh, Brendan and Julie to that yesterday. Oh. And it is also now going to be in... Wow. Well, it's called Peace Bloom vs. Ghouls. Yeah, it's, it's Plants vs. Zombies. No, it's it says Peace Bloom vs. Ghouls. Yes, but it was written by the guys from PopCap. It's Plants vs. Zombies. <laughs> Actually, it was. It was still written by the guys in WoW with PopCap's permission and blessing. Yeah. And I'm sure PopCap engineers helped them. Because it, it all started with, what, Bejeweled? And then there was, like, Peggle and... Yeah, Bejeweled came into WoW, and then Peggle came into WoW, and now Plants vs. Zombies comes into WoW. Yo, dog, I heard you like a game, so I put... I think I've used that joke already, so I'm just going to stop. I put your game in my game. I heard you like games, so I put a game in your game so you can game while you game. Yep. 
if that if I haven't used that joke already, I should it's have a car in a car. Yeah, which is kind of funny. Is um, exhibit on Twitter posted something how he hates those yo dog things. He's like, man, I hate this so much. And somebody was trying to uh, get him to basically like just use that one. It's like, yo dog, I heard you hate your memes, so I took Twitter and put it. <laughs> My meme and your meme. Yeah, that's it's it's so ridiculous. The number of stuff now in WoW that is not actually related to WoW. WoW. Yeah. Well, how is this not related to WoW? Well, yeah, because it's plants versus zombies. But it's Andy, as you pointed out, it's peace bloom versus ghouls. <laughs> but it's basically just plants versus zombies. It's a. I think it's even the same five. Yeah, five by. Yeah, same size, too. Yeah, it's the same grid. It's the same kind of enemies. <sighs> it's, oh. it's, WoW is fickle to me. Like, it's a, it's yes. a, it's a, it was a good game for me. Many, many hours. I definitely got my money's worth out of it. Oh, definitely. But then it just had too much stuff, and it kind of went off in its own direction with the the PvP sort of stuff. And, like, PvP was the way to go for a while. Like, the, the new armor sets that everything had, especially when the, the when um, Alterac Valley came out. Uh-huh. When it first came out, it was fun. It was an epic battle. It took hours sometimes. Yes. Now it's done in about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. It, I I, oh, but, I love you know, the you epicness. and I haven't experienced the high end stuff, and they've made significant changes to the game, which I do not doubt. Especially looking at some of the battles that they've had, where before it was everybody would stand in a corner, and I could do my hunter just with um, basically a couple of scripts and a mouse click. Yep. Where it would just set up, I would just have to click one box repeatedly. But now there's uh, like there's a battle where you're on a dragon, <laughs> killing another dragon. There's battles where people would get thrown into the air and you had to stay away from other people. It's The only problem is, though, that's the high-end stuff. Yeah. So you have to go through all the pointless stuff that is so, so pointless. you got to grind up there. But, you know, th- this right here is not... I and mean, this is a quest. You get experience for doing this. And a singing sunflower pet. Voiced by the same person who did the voice of the, sun- the singing sunflower in the credits. Oh, that's adorable. Isn't it? But I, Side note, I remember when pets used to be a very exclusive thing. Yeah, well, some pets were. Yeah, I sold one pet for about 500 gold. Which pet? The uh, Black Dragon Whelp. That was a rare drop off of... Onyxia. No, it, um, well, it was also... A, it had like a point zero zero one percent chance of dropping off of the Black Dragon Whelps. In, um, really? In I think words? like the hinterlands or something like that. Uh, Dust Swallow, probably. Whatever is the, uh, the area south of Loch Modan. South of Loch Modan? Yes. The, bl- the Badlands? Badlands, the there you go, yeah. The Lands, one or the other? Whatever it is. There's, uh, there's a, there was a nice circle of black whelps because I was doing them for the armor. Yep. And there was a nice circle where you could just go around and their respawn rates were almost perfectly timed, so you could just. Keep going. Keep going and going and going until you ran out of room. And then you'd hearth back, drop everything off, and then go out again. Oh, God, that was... I can't believe I would literally spend hours going around in a circle. Killing uh, and skinning. Killing. Yeah. 
Oh, you see, I, I, I think of wow and happy thoughts, and then I think of that, and then it just goes... Yeah, but, I mean, you said it yourself. It was fun. Yeah, there, there was the grind in order to get to the fun parts, so... I don't know. I'm fine not playing it again, ever yes. again. I can imagine. So, iPads are out. Yeah. And somebody got a neat little program... To basically create three-dimensional special effects using an iPad. Huh. So they would take a camera, set it up for a really long exposure. And just move an iPad across it? Yeah. So they would have... It would, the iPad would just know where it is in the image, and it would just basically create slices of what they want. And so as you move the iPad across, it's like those little LED spinny things. The spinning clocks. Yeah. So it's, it's really, I can kind of well neat. Done. Yeah. I love the, the first cool. one on there because it looks like it's just a 3D floating map of something. Mm-hmm. So if you ever really needed 3D special effects of some kind. Well, in a single still image. Yeah. Well, no, they did, um, they did it in video too. How? I don't know. But the video under that first image, it's five minutes of them showing how it's done and then having a moving image of it. There's like one point where... They have literally the words explode. I'm not sure how. Because they probably, well, you could just have, a movie is just a bunch of moving still images. Well, a bunch of images, still images. Yeah. So you just do a still image of it in one way, and then you set up a computer program to figure out what it's going to look like in the next still image. Do that, and then the third one, and then the fourth one. And then you just throw them all together, and you've got... Yep, there it goes. Yep. About one minute, 11 seconds in. It's on the move. Oh, but yeah, it's a cheat. If you look at the actual from one eleven on, they're replacing the moving image with the still image. I did not pay that much attention to it, but... It is pretty cool. What you can do with an iPad. You just give people hardware and they figure out, oh, we could do this with it. Yep, that, and that's pretty damn cool, I have to admit. So Amazon India is making an app store for Android? What? I just, I see that. Isn't this one of your topics? No, this is not. No, no, it's not. Yours was the mayonnaise. Yes. <laughs> I went for the highbrow um, mayonnaise truck tipping over. Okay. And causing... I have, I, I have this story that I must have clicked through to uh, from your mayonnaise story, which is the Amazon Android app store. Okay. What's wrong with the regular Android app store? Well, it it actually is a mess, but the idea that Amazon would be throwing their weight into an app store is rather suggestive, don't you think? Well, it's it's basically a giant free open marketplace, and they want to battle the Apple app store. Yeah, but Amazon doesn't have an Android device. Oh, I see what you're going there. Why would you build an app store for a device you don't have? Are you saying that they're going to get rid of the Kindle? No. I'm saying the Kindle may end up being far more like the Nook. Hmm. So, hmm. Interesting thoughts. That is all. So, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise? Yeah. I hate it. It seems can't stand it. It's very slippery, and it caused a 3.5-kilometer-long stretch of road to basically turn into ice. I don't understand <laughs> Japanese, so I can't really understand the um, video with it. But, yeah, basically a mayonnaise truck turned over, mayonnaise bottles tumbled out everywhere, 
and I suspect somebody in their head had yakety sacks going on. I said in their head. I can't read the rest of that because it's in kanji. The the in the video in the upper right. Yeah. That blue text is mayonnaise. Ah. Hang on, I, I have a, another Japanese reader coming over to take a look. <laughs> mayonnaise got something under under over. That's over. Wait. Yeah, we what? can't we can't tell. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, mayonnaise traffic accident though. Yeah. So we had the killer bees. We had the killer. Where was it again? That was down in I think like Texas. Okay, uh, it was in the U.S. though. Yeah, this is mayonnaise in Japan. So we have is mayonnaise dairy or I have no idea what mayonnaise. I think it's like eggs it's, and it's something. eggs and vinegar, isn't it? I think so. Okay, so that's not dairy. That's meat. Yes, eggs, liquid protein. Yeah. So we have honey. We have eggs. Sounds like we're on our way to making a cake. <laughs> we just need a um, truck full of flour to tip over next. Next to a truck full of sugar. Yes. Laura's saying a truck full of jello. <laughs> I don't know, jello and mayo? Ugh. Oh. Oh. Wow. There was a guy who was on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. He, I think he was a famous writer. He talked about uh, mayonnaise. He loves mayonnaise, and he made a drink of mayonnaise. Oh. You put mayonnaise and gin in a blender. Oh. Called it a gin greasy. Oh. <laughs> that, that sounds pretty disgusting. Yes, yes, it does. So, Vovel, going on the road theme. Um, yeah. Um, four months ago. Tom Robbins was his name. Okay. Uh, four months ago, Vovel took the press out to show them about their uh, the the Vovel the accident avoidance system. They're gonna say, "Oh yeah, you can drive up to a car at thirty five kilometers an hour, and the the car will stop on its own." So they brought the press up here to show them all, and they sent a car with no driver at a truck going thirty five kilometers an hour, and it um, slammed into the back of the truck at thirty five kilometers an hour. <laughs> Supposedly because of um, a battery failure. And so this everyone, is. Everyone, look, we got this great new safety system. Here, watch. Oh, never mind. Yeah, if you if you watch the video there, it's only like 20 seconds long, but you just see a bunch of the press people and hear cameras going, you just watch. It just, you just think, oh, it's going to stop. It's going to stop. It. it just slams into it. So that was four months ago. Yeah. Okay. More recently, they brought the press around again to show the pedestrian version of it, that um, it will stop before it hits the pedestrian. Well, um, out of the 12 uh, tests that they had, yeah. it, it, it only stopped uh, nine of the times. Well, I mean, that, that is something. It did stop nine of the times. Yeah, but when you're bringing the press out to tout your new safety feature... if it, You want it to work 100% of the time. Yeah. Nothing like having a press guy in there to give you a wonderful picture of your car hitting a dummy going at 35 kilometers an hour. So, yeah, way to go, Volvo. Yeah. So far, you are, I'm guessing now, two for two. 
Or over oh 2. Oh for yeah. As the case maybe. But it's 2 for 2 for funny pictures. Yeah. God damn. I, I just wow. This wouldn't is, you wouldn't you think that like you'd run this a bunch of times beforehand and be like, "All right, we got it to 100%. It's good. We're set." Yeah, now let's so? call the press in. Well, I maybe they did and maybe that's why the battery had failed on the safety test is they had run so many tests beforehand that the battery had drained. I have trouble believing that. That's that's the only thing I can think of. So, so 3D movies, Andy. Oh. 3D movies that are designed to be made 3D are halfway decent, yes? Uh, or can be. They could be. Do you have to see... Like, um, I'm not sure it was if Robots was in 3... No, Robots wasn't in 3D. But that was in IMAX. That was actually a pretty good C. Uh, Superman had parts of 3D. Saw that in IMAX. Uh, I still haven't gone to a movie and gone, man, this was so much better because it was in, in 3D. 3D. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't think any of them are better because they're in 3D. But they're interesting. And it does add, if you'll excuse the pun, depth to the film. No, it doesn't. It's you don't a, think so? It's a cheap gimmick that people are always... I'd like to point out the same was said about sound. I would love to see you cite a resource on that. That's, that's, <sighs> Give me one sec. While Dave is doing that, everybody um, who grew up with the Star Wars movies can um, have a small, soft cry because George Lucas has announced that he is re-releasing all of the Star Wars movies in 3D. So he definitely still cannot leave these alone, and he is going to release them in chronological, or no, in story order. So we're going to start with the prequels in 2012, and then finally going to get to the good stuff in 20, what, 20, maybe? Mm-hmm. Literary Digest, 1929. Majority of the films in the future will be made stupidly for stupid people. Just has been the case. What is this? Just has been the case with silent movies for 20 years. It is possible that with few talking pictures of an interesting experimental sort will be made and shown before Superior on. Snyder viewer went so far as to insist rather than calling films talkies, they should be referred to as dummies. Okay, I stand corrected. You did find a resource on that. But, okay, so you said the 3D films add depth. What type of depth are you getting from a 3D film? I don't know. <laughs> they, they add depth, excuse the pun. And then, I, I really couldn't explain why or how. Um, the, um, the, the, I think the about European, I forgot what the name here, of it is. But even better, films themselves were originally thought to be a fad. Yes, because uh, the little spinny booths. The penny arcades, the motion boxes or whatever they were called, yeah. But yeah, I'm thinking you've gotten to the point of film where I'm not really sure what else you can add to it. Don't know. You can do the whole choose-your-own-adventure part of the movie. But yeah, I don't think that'll work out well. No. Roger Ebert did a really good essay about how come the uh, choose-your-own-adventure movies would not be a good idea. I've only seen the the, the closest thing to that that has worked, I thought, was the uh, endings to Clue, the movie. Because when it was released in the theaters, they only had one of the endings. So you could go see it at another theater and have a completely different ending to the movie. That's the closest thing that I've ever seen. Because it's yep. Clue. You never know who the... You could be the murderer and not even know it. 
until the very end. So yeah, Star Wars in 3D, yay. Yeah, I'm not really excited for that. It's so, going to be terrifying. Are you going to go see him? No. Like, I am... My goal has been to never go and see a movie in 3D unless there is... Well, I, most of the movies I have not seen in 3D. But my, I just don't want to support the 3D movement in any way, shape, or form. Which is really nice because the, the Kalamazoo 10, the, the quality 16 over here in Kalamazoo, it's called the Kalamazoo 10, they most of the time put out their 3D movies as 2D movies as well. So I go and see the 2D version of it. So, All right, Dave, can you name about eight games that were big names but also never came out? Duke Nukem Forever. Oh, yeah. Um, Kate gave me this link, and she's like, you probably know all these already. And I'm sitting there thinking, going, what big name titles have never come out? That- StarCraft Ghost. Yeah, StarCraft Ghost is the only... Fuckers. I had a pre-order for that. <laughs> oh, Fail. But thinking about it, I could. Um, there was two. There was StarCraft Ghost, and then there was the original Fallout Three. So, there was an original Fallout Three. Yeah, it was uh, Fallout Three Van Buren. Uh, um, wasn't there supposed to be a Mario? Yes. After sixty four, but before Galaxy. Super Mario one twenty eight. Cool. It's on the list. Um, yeah, it, it, when I saw the image of it, I just thought it was an early test version of Super Mario Galaxy, because had the same idea. Turns out there was supposed to be a Halo MMO, which technically they probably still could be a Halo MMO. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warcraft Adventures, kind of like a Warcraft version of Secrets of Monkey Island. That would be interesting. That would be interesting to see. Um, some game called Snow, which was supposed to be put out by, I do believe, Rockstar. Really? Yeah. Um, well, Take Two. That was supposed okay. to um, been a drug dealing sim that let the players start out as a marijuana purser and work their way up to a cocaine kingpin. Um. Yeah, I don't think that's going to come out. Yeah, this came out. This was supposed to come out right after San Andreas and the whole hot coffee thing. So I don't think going from hot coffee to Blow. Yeah, would be the best move from. So yeah, that was that was on there. Um, Thrill Kill. I have never heard of this game. I guess it was supposed to be put out by EA back in 1998. In the press okay. release of when they canceled it, they said they didn't want to publish such a senseless, violent video game. Um, has EA seen Call of Duty? Or is that no? Wait, Call of du- no Medal of Honor's EA's. Call of Duty is the other one. Yeah, and then there was one called This Is Vegas, which was supposed to be Midway's, basically, I guess, Grand Theft Auto for Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah, but it was kind of funny. It was just like one of those games that it never came out, and I'm thinking Duke Nukem Forever, and then I just stop myself. I'm like, wait, not anymore. Who who is in Duke's Shadow? I I don't know. Who knew? So Rock Band Three's got a pro mode. That's not new. You can buy a guitar right. that's in like an actual guitar and play it, or you can buy the guitar with like a hundred and what twenty eight keys on it, buttons, so you can play the pro mode and actually make it so you're playing almost like an actual guitar. But the um, the Rock Band Pro Mode songs are going to cost a dollar more to buy, so you can get the songs in regular mode, or you can pay an extra dollar and get it in the pro mode. So some songs are going to be what three bucks now for a song for Rock Band. Ouch. 
Yeah. It's pretty bad. Including the $150, oh, sorry, 102 button Rock Band 3 wireless Fender Mustang Pro guitar controller is 150 bucks extra. So you got to buy Rock Band 3. You got to buy your Pro guitar at 150 bucks extra. And then you got to pay three, yeah, three bucks for each song you want to play in Rock Band 3. Ouch. But man, I just want that little keyboard. (laughs) I'd want to try and get back into playing the keyboard. More money news. Team Fortress 2 has an in-game store now. So you can buy the in-game items rather than just playing. You know how you'd always play and get the achievements and unlock the new weapons? Right. Now you can um, just buy them. Buy the weapons. Yeah. Cheap. So... The the original items, if you can still earn them just by playing, so you don't have to buy the new items, you can still just earn them. And they're right. called vintage items to separate them from the ones you buy in the store. But um, it seems that the price on some of the items are as low as 49 cents, and then some items they have... They said it was going to be from 49 cents to 499 It seems some of the items in the store are now up to... Um, some of them are at $17.49. Oish. So that's pretty significant. Yeah. But this also means um, kind of a side note with this steam because of this in-game store opened up the steam wallet. So you can in order to buy these items, you have to put money in your steam wallet and then use the money in the steam wallet to buy the items. Doesn't it sort of sound like Microsoft points? Just a little bit? A little bit. Like, there, there is still dollar amounts, so you're not converting dollars to points, but you can only put, the least amount of money you can put in your wallet is 5 bucks. So if you're at $6 and you want to buy something that's 10 you can only put 5 bucks in there, so you're at 11 and so you've got an extra dollar waiting over, and so you'd have to put another yada, yada, yada. So yeah, Team Fortress 2 now has in-game items that you can buy. Yeah. Facebook's got bigger pictures, finally. Cool. I can't believe the pictures were actually originally only at 720 pixels back in 2009. I can believe it. They're now at 2048 pixels as the longest edge. So, I don't know what that exactly means, but they're finally getting... It's It's getting bigger. I don't know how many megapixels that would be at 2048. Let's see, 2048 is at 4x3... Yeah, I can't do the math. So about 20 times, hang on, 2048 times, let's see, a 4 so by, by 1536 times 2048, 3 megapixels. Well, there you go. So about 0.1 megapixels. So it's a 3 megapixel picture now on Facebook rather than VGA quality, basically. Yep. But it's still not like Flickr where you can have the full-size... Gigantic gigabytes worth of... Pictures. Yeah. Which is... I'm sort of glad about this because everybody would always post the pictures on Facebook. and like, oh man, I'd love that picture. And they're like, yeah, I just loaded it up on Facebook and deleted it. And you're just like, no. <laughs> so you have all these little tiny, basically thumbnail pictures that you saved off of Facebook. Mm-hmm. And there's now a new photo lightbox sort of mode. So you can flip through the photos faster. Very Flickr-ish. Cool. So what is X marks? Xmarks is a cross-browser bookmark syncing service that I've used on Firefox for years. How come you just wouldn't use Firefox Sync? Because this was before Firefox Sync existed. 
Ah. Uh, because Firefox Sync only lets you do it in Firefox. Xmarks is, as I said, cross-browser. Doesn't doesn't the Google toolbar have? I don't like toolbars. You don't like to- why don't you like toolbars? I don't like toolbars. Why don't you like toolbars? Because more often than not, they're poorly written, take up space, they redirect your settings, and their only goal is to make money. The, but the Google toolbar is so nice. I can search YouTube, Wikipedia, my Gmail, images, news, everything just with... Uh, Andy, why don't you just use Firefox? What do you mean, why don't I just use Firefox? That's in the upper right-hand corner of Firefox. Um, Because I don't have to hit the scroll. I don't have to open up a menu. I've got all the buttons lined out right there in front of me. Okay. I just type it in, and then I can pick one of my six, seven buttons to figure out which one to go to. Mm. I don't like... High Hiding things in menus. Then why don't you use the Firefox extension that lets you select text and then drag it to a certain part of your screen and it will search whatever it is you drag it to. You can define sections of your screen. So you can say if I drag it to the upper left-hand corner, it search Google. If I drag it uh, to the upper middle on the left side, then it searches YouTube. Because I didn't know that was possible. Yeah. And possible. somebody's already made something, so I can just type it in a box and search. So I don't have to go and tell Firefox what I want my different parts of my screen to be. Mm. Just saying. Okay. If somebody's already got it, might as well use it. Yep. So what are you going to use now, then, if Xmarks is closing down? Um... I don't know. Probably just use Firefox Sync or whatever it's called. I'm hoping that Xmarks won't actually close, that they'll find some way to support themselves. Ah, since our announcement, several companies have expressed interest in acquiring the Xmarks service. Yep. More details. If you would pay $10 per year to continue to use Xmarks, please pledge your support. Correct. Gotcha. And now that I actually have an income, I may indeed pledge my support to that. So... Remember the whole problem with playing as the Taliban on Medal of Honor? Uh, The military didn't like it? Yeah, and they removed it from the stores on military bases. Yep. Well, EA has officially announced that they are removing the Taliban name from Medal of Honor. Okay. Are you still playing as the Taliban? Yes. So nothing's really happening? The names have changed, but everything else has stayed the same. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, your feedback, friends and families who expressed concern over it. So because of this, we have decided to rename the opposing team in Medal of Honor multiplayer from Taliban to Opposing Force. Oh, that sucks. While this change should not directly affect gamers as it does not fundamentally alter the gameplay, we are making this change for the men and women serving in the military and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So... uh, all they did was change the name. Nothing else has changed, and supposedly this is all better now. All better. It's not arsenic. It's love juice. Yeah. It's hap fun time juice. Mmm. Smells like a rose. Or in this case, not. So, yeah. Well, there we go. Two so, weeks worth of news. Yep. Now, two weeks worth of games. Oh, snap. Do we have a name for this section yet? I was going with the hour games, but... Hour games? Hour games. Okay, hour games. That's... Unless somebody, please, come up with a better title than that. Yeah. Email it. Please, please. Hello, Bullwinkle? What? You sounded like Bullwinkle. I, I don't know if I'd be able to... Um, Replicate it. Yeah. Yeah, no, you sounded just like Bullwinkle. It was kind of creepy. <laughs> 
I I don't know if I'd be able to do that again. Uh, it's pretty close right there. Yeah, I have to like I have to like sneak into it. I can't just go outright and do it because then dear Boolinkle. I don't even remember what the name of the Rocky. My little squirrel. Hey, boo boo. No, it's Yogi Bear. Wrong one. Okay, yeah. so games. Uh, oh, by the way, speaking of uh, Flintstones. Oh yes, was it sixty years? Fifty years. Fifty. Yesterday. Yesterday. 50 years since the first primetime animated cartoon. And now we have The Simpsons and Family Guy and American Dad and The Cleveland Show. And Cartoon Network is now playing live action TV. I, I, I turn on the Cartoon Network to see cartoons. Not see... Whatever the build, build destroy build or something like that, or destroy build destroy. I don't. I I haven't watched TV in a while. <laughs> yes, you've been busy, and you also don't have a TV. Yeah, which is perfectly fine because the the ability to get TV without having TV is pretty easy right now. Yeah, unless evidently you want to watch a football game. Yeah. That's not going to work. Well, I might get versus. Nope, I don't get versus on this. Um, most of the I, I know the Mac games you can play for. Um, you can pay for the the Mac TV, whatever it's called, to watch them online, the video streams. But beyond that, yeah, I don't know. So games, games, yes, video games, yes. Um, we are in the bees now. Dave picked black and white. Ooh, one of Peter Molyneux's early greats. Which I could not get past the tutorial level of. <laughs> I honestly tried. I've got black and white, black and white to the creature aisles for both of them, and I put it in there, started playing black and white, and I could not get past the tutorial. I don't know what it was, but I could not. It was a hard game. I, j- I just couldn't do it, and it annoyed the heck out of me. I would leave it alone and try coming back to it again later, and it, I still could not do it. I could I could save the little kid from s- swimming or drowning or whatever drowning. it is. I would throw some rocks, and that's about as far as I could get into the game. I'm not sure what after that. Yeah, it, it sucks seemed, for you. Seems like a neat idea, but I just could not. I've, I've got the CDs around here somewhere. I should just try throwing it in the laptop and seeing if I could get it to go again. Yep. Didn't it also Good have, luck. like, a feature for, like, a text, uh, tactile mouse or something like that? What? Yeah, I, I swear there was an option in the game to, if you got the special mouse, like, when you would go over things, it would, the, the mouse would feel different? Not that I know of. Or was that I know that ribbon? the mouse was, was your input mechanism more than the keyboard, and it was gesture-controlled. Which was a bit before, you know, a bit ahead of its time. It actually was, yeah, because all the stuff was controlled by your hand. Yep, and to cast spells, you had to make the spiral and then the shape of the spell you wanted. Huh. <sighs> yep. Player begins the newly created god, born from the prayers of family. After saving the family's drowning son, grateful family leads the players to the village. I choose a creature. Normally, I would choose a cow. Yep, I chose the monkey. <laughs> and that's... I, I never got to the second island. That's... Because I never could get past that. Well, that sucks for you. Yep. So that's my game. What was your game, Andy? My game was Busta Move, otherwise known as Puzzle Bobble. I had this game on the Super Nintendo, on the PS2. 
Also known as the precursor to Snood. Yeah, or the new Puzzle Bobble HD or whatever it is now. The, the, see, the amount of strategy in Puzzle Bobble now is ridiculous. I watched them play it during the um, Omegathon this year. And yeah. you can actually choose the order of your balls. Oh, that's not fair. I know. Like, half the fun was just, okay, you'd have a strategy, especially playing head-to-head with somebody. But then part of that strategy was not knowing what the, you would know what your next ball is. But the ball after that, who knows? Yeah. Well, actually, sometimes it was possible to tell because you know it would only give you the colors that were on the screen after the ball, uh, after the effect of the ball that you just launched. Yeah. So if you eliminated a color, you knew it wasn't going to come back. Unless you were playing in multiplayer, and then it would pop up from the bottom of the screen. Yes. And then you'd be like, "Damn it!" <laughs> oh, that. The, the the arcade machine too, which is Puzzle Bob. Oh, that song is still just running through my head. Do, 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 do. do you see? I don't sing anymore. Just to let people know, I am not the one. I just it's in my head, and I just do, 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 I leave do, it there. Do, do. I love how the um, company who made Puzzle Bobble had a house jazz band, and they did a jazz band version of it. Wasn't it Taito or something? I do believe so. T a i t o. Yeah, Taito. Yeah, they had a uh, they had a house jazz band, and so I have a, a more like a good five minute version of that. The improv section in the middle, but yeah, oh, puzzle bobble. I can normally get about thirty six to about forty levels into the game before I die, which is pretty good because there's only about I think like hundred and twelve levels in the first one. Is there an online version? Oh yeah, there's a there's a flash version. It just flash puzzle bobble. Yeah, by Taito. Yep. Or maybe not. No. It's just somebody put... Oh, snap. That's loud. Oh. Good times. Ah! Ah, that is loud. Okay. So, next game, Dave. (laughs) Bookworm Adventures! I still need to get this game. Yes, you do. Because I, I tried the, the free online version, and it seemed to be fun, especially when I could take my Scrabble knowledge and put it with a little bit of Boggle, and then Kapow, I'd have Bookworm Adventures. Dave, you're still playing. I can hear it in the background. I stopped it. Calm down. <laughs> so what, what platform did you have this on? Is it Computer. Di- okay. Definitely on the computer. Is it on Xbox Live, or is it still just on Steam? I think it's still just on, on the computer. I didn't even get it on Steam. I just had it on uh, uh, an installable. There's Bookworm Deluxe. Well, that was 2005. No further word on Bookworm Adventures coming to Xbox Live Arcade. Okay, check. Oh, that's too bad. I still only get Plants vs. Zombie on Xbox Live. That way you and I, I can go head-to-head in Plants vs. Yeah, Zombies. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about... See, I bought it for, for the computer, for Steam. But looking at it, I watched it on Xbox Live last night. It's beautiful. I mean, it, it's such a, a true translation. <sighs> All right, so my other game, which I promised not to really talk about ever again, because I used to talk about it a lot on the podcast, is yeah. um, Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> Just again, I'm not singing. I, neither am I. <laughs> oh, I'm whistling. <laughs> but yeah, Come this, on, don't you remember the end of the show? Yeah, I know, with Rockapella. Oh, Rockapella. I actually tried to figure out how to be on that show, but it was filmed out in Boston. Aw. Yeah. So. around the world. It was the computer game that first taught me how to research information. That It's that game in my 1980s version of a Webster's encyclopedia. Yeah, I know. It's a little odd, but yeah, it was one encyclopedia in the game right there. And <laughs> Dave, you're going to get us sued by Rockapella. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying? Just saying. Okay. I don't think they're going to care. Are they even still a group? 
Rockapalooza? No, Rockapella. Besides, Rockapella wouldn't own that. It would be uh, 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 official website of Rockapella. I guess they're still in existence. But where is the not the where's the game show? PBS. PBS owns it because it was PBS's show. Yeah, you're right. So in all likelihood, PBS would own it. Oh, Carmen San Diego. Fun game. Yeah, hard games. The computer games were ridiculous. Oh. Like I said before, I never actually caught Carmen Santiago in the game. I just need to go back and start playing it again. But it's no, on no, a we don't. it's on a five and a half floppy inch disc, so Good luck. <laughs> yeah, trying to convert that into a normal floppy disc and then trying to get it to run on a DOS box. Maybe I could get it to work. Who was the, the company that, that was Broderbund, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. With the three crowns. I love how I can remember the uh the logo. Abandonia dot com. Oh, it might be there. It has to be the PC version, though. Mine was I'm in, looking, I'm looking. Hang on. It's in like an 8-bit color, purple being the majority color. Woo! I did enjoy, by the way, the uh, the picture of Waldo and Carmen Sandiego together. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't... Uh, it's hard explaining my email to people sometimes, so I just thought it'd be easier just to give her one of your cards that I stole from your pile of cards. Mm-hmm. And just be like, I just email it there. Where in America's past is Carmen Sandiego? Where in Europe is Carmen Sandiego? Where in space is Carmen Sandiego? Where in the USA is Carmen Sandiego? Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? There was also the world's history, too. That one was a pain in the ass. Where in time is yes, Carmen Sandiego? Yes, there San we go. Diego. Where in time is Carmen Sandiego? Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego Deluxe? Deluxe? Yes. Ooh. Abandonia.com. So, um, we should probably hit the random topic. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, yeah, that was those were our games. <laughs> The one problem with going down this trip down memory lane is going, oh, man, that was such... We should go back and play the... Except I don't have time. Oh, and I don't have the hardware built for that stuff anymore. Space Quest 4, 5, and 6, available at goodoldgames.com. I think I've got all the Space Quest games. Yes, I should, because I thought I bought a box. Hmm. I'll have to figure out where I put those discs. Yep. Which is kind of sad because the the games came on the discs, and then part of the problem with the, the original Space Quest, it had the DRM in there, so you had to have the manual. So you basically have to print out part of the PDF manual that they input in with the game in order to play the game. Yep. It's amazing. The oldest DRMs are the ones that are the most effective nowadays. <laughs> oh, okay, so random topic. I rolled ahead of time. Koalas. Oh, they're adorable. And according to Stephen Colbert's TV show the other day, they have chlamydia, too. They have chlamydia? Yeah. That was part of the the threat down was that uh, the the koala bears... um, Koalas have the... No, wait. That's gonorrhea. Yeah. They have chlamydia. And so the threat was the people, whoever is screwing the um, koalas. (laughs) It's like, stop doing that. (laughs) The, That's awful. The koalas should also call all their previous partners. Yep. And that supposedly Jack Hanna was going to get an interesting phone call at 3 in the morning. <laughs> That's terrible. I've seen a koala in person. There was one at the Cleveland Zoo. Yeah? Which Are they as cute as they look? He w- it was sleepy. And so the koala guy who was there watching him was bored out of his mind because it's the zoo in, like, February. So mm. nobody really goes to the zoo in February. Yeah. So he was really excited to actually see some people there that day, and he was telling us all about koalas. Oh, boy. I think of, like, koalas and panda bears in, like, the same sort of mindset. Well, they're both fuzzy and cute. 
However, a panda is, is not a marsupial. I know, but pandas just eat, eat bamboo, and koalas just eat something else, I do believe. Both of which are not really healthy for the animal, yet that's still their primary diets. Which is why koalas sleep so often, it's because the, they, they get, they're basically malnutrition. Oh, koalas. Adorable. Vicious, evil-looking things, but still adorable. Hmm. I'm just still thinking about Carmen San Diego now. Alright, I think we're done then. Yep. Andy's stuck in a Carmen San Diego loop. We'll have to play Fallout 3 to get out of it. Have fun. Have fun. I might, I might play after my appointment if I have time before I have to go start grading papers. Dave, word of the advice is finish the grading of the papers first. <laughs> then play Civ 5. Yes. Alright. Oh, Civ 5. Oh. I. Mm. Bye.